the middle of the Maimer, and we started with trying to understand the connection between Parei Hachag, the bulls that were brought on Sukkot as Karbanis, and Chanukah, because Beishamah and Beishel both agree that there's a connection, and Beishamah even holds that halachically we decrease in amounts of candles and light because the bulls also decreased on the days of Yom Tif every day, bringing one less bull. So we said, yes, it's true that they're both eight-day Yomim Toivim, Sukkot and Hanukkah. So number one, why are they both eight days? The reason why they're both eight days is because they are both Yomim Toivim that we can experience and are Yomim Toivim that express the infinity of Hashem, that which is above Hishtalshalas. As we explained in very short, Hishtalshalas are those levels that follow one another. There's a chain, which is what Hishtalshalas means. Each stage resembles, reflects the previous. And higher than Hishtalshalas is the undefined, and therefore it doesn't resemble anything. And that's what eight symbolizes as opposed to seven. Seven is Hishtalshalas, the seven Midas. Eight is that which is above Hishtalshalas. But we want to understand why are Sukkot and Hanukkah both days of above Ishtalshalos? Why are they both eight days? Also, we wanted to understand why are you comparing it specifically to the Karbanes, Musaf, and the bulls on Sukkot? We understand you want to connect it to Sukkot, but why specifically that? We also wanted to understand that L'cha'ira, when we light the candles and the amount of candles that we light are supposed to reflect what they are reflecting, which is the Menorah and the Beis HaMikdash, but they don't seemingly. First of all, Hanukkah we only light at night. The Menorah and the Beis HaMikdash was lit at day, an hour and a quarter before night, Plaga Mincha, and on. And the Beis HaMikdash candles and Menorah was a seven-branch Menorah, and we light eight candles. So we be- began to explain that the purpose of Neres Hanukkah is to light up the darkness. There was a great darkness in the times of the Yavanim, they brought darkness into the world. They contaminated the Shemen in the Heichel. And that's what we're in the middle of talking about. Shemen is a symbol for holiness, because just like Shemen floats above all other liquids, so does holiness. It floats, it's above everything else, which is what makes something holy. We also mentioned that it's Shemen Mishchas Kaidesh as opposed to Kadesh, but that's not for right now. But the point is that they contaminated the holiness. This is what we're holding in the middle of Sibbeis. It's more than the fact that they contaminated the Heichel, they contaminated the Shemen in the Heichel. There are ten levels of holiness which are enumerated in the Mishnah and Kalim, and they, it explains what are the ramifications of those levels of holiness. And Heichel is literally the second to the top. Kedesh Kedashim is higher than it. So the Heichel is extremely holy. But what we're, what we're talking about is the fact that they contaminated the, the Shemen within the Heichel. After they came in and they purified the Beis HaMikdash and they cleansed it from its impurities, they still needed a miracle. 
Number one, they found this little jug of oil that was still sealed with the chesed of the Kayan Gadol, which is So in order to combat what happened, we needed Eir Ein Seif, that's above Ishtashlis. Now we're explaining where Eir Ein Seif, that's higher than Ishtashlis, comes into Hanukkah. We needed that in order to eradicate and light up that darkness, as we're going to talk about soon. That's why we needed a miracle. In general, a miracle is above nature, similar to what we spoke about. We have the seven days of the week, but then there's miracle that's above that, that's connected to the number eight. And also this idea of this jug that's signed, that's sealed with the Kayin Gadol. Kayin Gadol is also that level. So in order to brighten up the world and bring light to the world, we needed to bring in a light that is so much greater and more powerful than, than the darkness that when, it, when you're in the presence of that light, there is no concept of darkness. This light is so powerful that it causes darkness to shine. This is a level that's above just Yudke Vavke, which again is a Shtashlis. Vehavaya is higher. It's drawing down something that's greater. Yagiachashki means brightens up the darkness, which means, again, according to the way we're understanding it, the darkness itself shines. This also explains why Ner Hanukkah is specifically when it gets dark, because that is the purpose of Ner Hanukkah. The purpose is to combat, to battle the darkness. This is also why Hanukkah is an eight-day Yom Tif, and we light eight candles. Because again, in order to win over darkness, we need this, this type of light that doesn't recognize darkness. A light that's higher than Ishtashlos, because anything in Ishtashlos, on some level, allows for the existence of darkness, as opposed to that which is above Ishtashlos, does not recognize it, and doesn't give it any existence. That's why it's the number eight. So we more or less have an answer to the original questions. And now we're going to go to Sif Gimel. Ubir ha'inyam ba'avayda sa'adam. What does this all mean in a person's avayda? Yovam ba'hakta ma'amavur b'drashichach mochad mor. So we're going to understand this with prefacing that which is explained by the Friedrich Rebbe. Zesh ha'yovanim timu ha'sashmanim shebehechalhu mipnei shakol melchamtam ha'isam melchamar ruchnis. Friedrich Rebbe explains that the yovanim were fighting a ideological spiritual war the Yevonim were not interested in hurting Yidin physically. Their main war was to make Yidin forget your Taira and to make them violate your mitzvahs. In addition, they weren't fighting that we just shouldn't fulfill the mitzvahs and keep the mitzvahs or learn taira. It was that the holiness of learning taira and doing mitzvahs should should be abandoned. This is why we say they wanted us to forget your taira. It's not that they wanted us to forget taira. They didn't mind if we sat and learned taira. As long as we don't think about the fact that it's Hashem's Torah, that there's godliness in the Torah. 
that it's given by Hashem. Shagam le'evanim le'haya ichbas kol kach sheyisrael yilam adu Torah. It didn't really bother them if you didn't sit and learn Torah. Alashatzah shelimud atayra yirak mitzadaseichol shabatayra. As long as we don't attribute to Torah any holiness, it's brilliant, but it's not holy. They agree that it's smart, and the Yavanim were, were into knowledge and, and studies. That didn't bother them. They wanted us to forget that it is Hashem's Torah. They wanted us to, like we said already, to, to let go of the Havaya in the Torah. Well, there's a b'mitzvah also in mitzvah shel milcham as ha'yevanim ha'isa negad ala kotsha b'mitzvahs masha mitzvah same ritzeni is barich dzeal avirim echukei ritzei necha chukei dafke ritzei necha dafke. Also, when it came to mitzvahs, what did they want us to forget? They didn't want us to stop doing the mitzvahs. That was okay if we did it, but as long as we had other intentions in mind, culture, tradition, but not the fact that they are your will, Hashem's will, and specifically chukim. The shnei piroshim bazeh. So what does it mean, Number one is that they were against chukim, those mitzvahs that are not logical. Eidos and mishpatim are logical mitzvahs, they're explainable, chukim are not. The only reason why we keep the chukim are because Hashem said so, that they didn't like. A deeper understanding of this is, no, not that they only wanted us to not do the chukim type of mitzvahs, but all mitzvahs have a chukim aspect in them, which we're going to learn about more, and that is what they wanted us to forget in all types of mitzvahs. That means even in mishpatim and edos mitzvahs, where the general mitzvahs is edos and mishpatim, there is a chukim element, and that is what they wanted us to forget. I'm in the next year, Mirza Hashem.